Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Briefing. My name is Abby Ferguson, and I'm the marketing manager here at Smith Freed Eberhard. Today is Wednesday, November 24th. I wanted to start off this episode just by wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving. We are extremely grateful for all of our clients and staff here at our firm, and we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you guys. So we're very grateful for all of you. As far as announcements, I wanted to announce that we are restarting our monthly webinars. So we have a webinar coming up on December 9th on premises liability, and you can register for that now on our website. So go ahead and check that out. Today, I am reading an Oregon legal alert that comes from the desk of Josh Hayward. Josh is a personal lines attorney in our Portland office, and he's a partner at the firm. The title of today's legal alert is Love Thy Neighbor, But Don't Ignore Your Property Rights. They say that good fences make good neighbors. If you share a common wall, however, pay attention to your neighbor. In Bo and Leah Holding LLC v. 2021 Morrison LLC, the Oregon Court of Appeals examined a situation where two neighbors had equal ownership rights to a common wall built on the boundary of their properties. One of the owners signed an exclusive contract to rent advertising space on the wall. The continuous exclusive use by one of the owners eventually led to the issue before the Oregon Appellate Court. By exclusively using the common wall for advertising, did one owner gain a prescriptive easement for future exclusive use? So on to the claims pointer of the legal alert. The Oregon Court of Appeals determined that defendants gained a prescriptive easement over plaintiff's property through open, notorious, adverse, continuous, and uninterrupted use of the property. And the case that we are looking at here today, again, is Bo and Leah Holdings, LLC, v. 2021 Morrison, LLC. Okay, so on to the facts of the case. This case involves two lots of land, Lot 6 and Lot 7, situated next to one another in downtown Portland. Plaintiffs, who are the Lot 7 owners, owned Lot 7 and the one-story building located on the lot. Defendants, who were the Lot 6 owners, owned Lot 6 and the three-story building located on that lot. In 1911, a common wall, referred to as the wall, was constructed along the dividing line between Lot 6 and Lot 7. Because the wall is located on the dividing line, the owners of both lots had rights related to the common wall. Over time, the owners of the lots changed, but each new owner effectively retained the same rights to the wall as the previous owners. For the sake of clarity in this summary, we will simply refer to the various owners throughout as Lot 6 owners and Lot 7 owners. In 1997, the Lot 6 owners entered into an agreement with an advertising company, OnSite, to lease the eastern side of the wall for advertising referred to in this legal alert as 1997 agreement. The 1997 agreement was for a term of 10 years. In 1998, on entered into a separate agreement with the Lot 7 owners for the removal of a billboard on the roof of the one-story building and the Lot 7 owners' agreement not to build on their existing property, referred to as the 1998 agreement. The 1998 agreement was also for 10 years. In 2009, the 1998 agreement between Lot 7 owners and OnSite ended and was not renewed. 
Meanwhile, the wall continued to be used for advertising purposes pursuant to the 1997 agreement. In 2018, the Lot 7 owners attempted to grant an exclusive easement to a different advertising company, despite the fact that the Lot, that the lot 6 owners were already leasing the wall to on-site. The Lot 7 owners brought a claim against the Lot 6 owners for trespass. The Lot 6 owners made a counterclaim for a prescriptive easement. The issue before the court was whether the Lot 6 owners had established a prescriptive easement to exclusively use the wall for advertising purposes. So now we are moving on to the law section of this legal alert. An easement is an interest in another's land that entitles the holder of the easement to use the owner's property for some particular purpose. A prescriptive easement allows for the creation of an easement by use over time and by the operation of law. To establish a prescriptive easement, a party must demonstrate the following. 1. Open. 2. Notorious. 3. Adverse. Use of another's property for a continuous and uninterrupted period of at least 10 years. And the case that established that was Hizzy v. Patrick, 309, Oregon Appellate 625-633-2021. An adverse use is a use made without the consent of the landowner or holder of the property interest used and without other authorization. Albany and Eastern Railroad Company v. Martell 366, Oregon 715-722-2020. In Oregon, there is a presumption that the use of another's land is adverse if the use is open and notorious, and the person claiming the easement by prescription is a stranger to the landowner. The presumption does not apply when the nature of the land or the relationship between the parties is such that the use of the owner's property would not put the owner on notice of the adverse nature of the use. However, in Oregon, there are two long-standing exceptions to the presumption of adversity. The first exception occurs when the landowner gives the user permission to use the property. This requires some evidence of actual communicated permission. Second, the common road exemption recognizes that when the landowner and the user make use of a road constructed by the landowner or by an unknown person, it is more reasonable to assume that the use was pursuant to a friendly arrangement between the neighbors rather than to assume the user was making an adverse claim. On to the analysis section of the legal alert. The court held that there was no dispute of material fact that the Lot 6 owners engaged in open and notorious use of the wall for at least 10 years. To gain a prescriptive easement, Lot 6 owners had to show that their use of the wall was adverse and that none of the expectations applied. The court held that the presumption of adversity applied because the Lot 6 owners' use of the wall was open and obvious, and the Lot 6 owners leased the wall for advertising for more than 10 years. Since there was a presumption of adversity, the Lot 7 owners had to prove that they permitted the Lot 6 owners to use the wall. The court looked at the 1998 agreement between the Lot 7 owners and on-site to see if the Lot 7 owners gave the Lot 6 owners actual communicated permission to use the wall. The 1998 agreement was between on-site and the Lot 7 owners for the removal of the billboard and the agreement not to build on top of their property. 
The court found that there was nothing in the 1998 agreement giving the Lot 6 owners permission to exclusively use the wall for advertising. Additionally, the court held that Lot 6 owners' use of the wall did not fall under the common road exception because this was not a friendly arrangement but was an arm's-length business transaction. Because the court found that neither the permissive use nor the common road exception to the presumption of adversity applied, the Lot 6 owner's use of the wall was adverse. Since Lot 6 owner's use of the wall was open, notorious, adverse, and continuous for a period of 10 years, the Lot 6 owners gained a prescriptive easement to exclusively use the wall for advertising purposes. So now we are on to the big picture of this legal alert. Property owners should be aware of their rights to utilize their land or structures and ensure that they protect those rights. A property owner's failure to protect their rights in the past may prevent them from exercising those rights in the future. That is it for today's legal alert. I just want to thank everyone for listening. I know that we were gone for a couple weeks. Um, We're going to try to continue delivering this podcast to you regularly. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I just want to say we are very thankful for all of our listeners. And as always, if you have any feedback regarding our our legal alerts or any of the legal materials that we send out to our clients, please let us know. Uh, You can always reach us on our website or you can send an email to sfe at smithfreed.com. We always love to hear your feedback. Um, In particular, right now, we're trying to schedule our webinars for the year, um, and those are going to be monthly. So if you have any thoughts as far as what content you would like to see in those webinars or just content for legal alerts for our podcast or anything, please feel free to reach out and let us know. And we appreciate all of you guys. Thank you. Have a happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) 